0: Today, and welcome to Bums on the Bench. My name is Jacko, and with me is a single guest. It's Andy. Andy's here. Well, that's a lie. I'm at Andy's for once in months, because I finally got my car fixed. Yeah, and
1: you drove to the footy yesterday.
0: I did. We went to the Anzac Day game.
1: Yeah. We won't talk about it too much today, because Joshy was also there, but unfortunately he couldn't make it today. I hear he's uh, having commiseration wings with Blake Laurie.
0: I look, we will keep the chat incredibly short. Fantastic bloody game. There was what seven of us, six of us. Six of us, one of our dads, Josh's dad, who is the most quintessential old mate in the world. So this is the only story I want to tell about yesterday before we get Josh here. I want to talk about Josh's dad's outfit. <laughs> and the, the man that we met. Like I've seen if you I've seen what you would grow into when you're 60 if you had hair. Is what I saw yesterday, Andy.
1: I mean, I would have that haircut, yes. But also, he was the only other one there in the right colours.
0: He's a Roosters fan.
1: So, he's the only one there in the right colours.
0: He's also winning our tipping comp by a lot. (laughs)
1: Like, a lot. As I said yesterday, I just need to beat you. As long as I beat you, I'm fine.
0: I'm still beating Josh.
1: I thought you guys... I thought you were behind by one.
0: I was. He must have tipped the Warriors. He
1: did.
0: Because I tipped Melbourne. But I also tipped St. George. Josh's dad... Legend. Has the mullet, the mullet. It is the mullet that you have ever seen. It is curly, about two inches long on top. Yep, about sixteen inches long at the back. It's definitely party in the back. This it, it it is not. It's bender in the back, bro. It's not party <laughs> in the back. That's a bender in the back. That man was wearing his absolute Sunday best. He was wearing checkered shorts, the tightest. Rooster's shirt from the 70s I've ever seen. Actually,
1: it was, his two, it was the 2003 jersey.
0: Oh, was it? It was tight. Mm. It was old and tight. He had his speed dealer sunnies on. Yep. Chopper mustache in full flight. And to top off the outfit, he wore, he wore his going out thongs. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that man came in. He shook all of our hands. Sat there. Sank piss for 80 minutes. Didn't say a single word. <laughs> And And went home. As soon as full time was blown, (laughs) he left. He just walked. We were were sitting there shaking hands and saying, good game, boys, good game. We're like, oh, they're fucking gone. (laughs) We need to go home. Uh,
1: One more story, and it's not in relation to the game, but sort of is, I rewatched the game on KO because I had to. Because I wanted to see if we were in it. And me and you are. (laughs) At the pivotal moment, you see... One man sink into depression, while another man, who never has had a single bit of joy in his life, just explode with joy. Because when Luke Keery kicked the field goal, and they did the slow-mo replay from behind Keary, you see me jump up, cheering, screaming my lungs out, blowing my voice out, and poor Jack's hands on his head. Shock, disbelief, he couldn't believe it, that the best team won yesterday.
0: It was so good. I do have one more story, and it, it's about you oh, at yeah. the game. I want to point out that in that one clip, you're joyous, and I'm devastated. You have a smartwatch, and you got four health warnings of your heart rate yesterday sitting in the grandstands of a 130 BPM. <laughs> <laughs> Andy was stressed. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. First 20 minutes, top of the moon. Next 40 minutes, not happy.
1: no. Last five minutes of the game, my heart probably would have blown out of oh, my chest. Seriously? Even after that field goal, my heart felt like it was blown out of <laughs> <in> my chest. <laughs> what, until I hear, heard that full-time whistle, there was no chance of me calming down.
0: And i, I got to say, Accor Stadium, the one we went to?
1: No, it was Allianz. Dickhead. Allianz
0: Stadium. Where's Accor
1: Stadium? That's Olympic Park. Accor's Olympic Park. Allianz is the football stadium. Right. You don't know where that is, no. Do you? I've got no clue. We we're the at fucking the Sydney Olympic Park, like literally an hour north of us right now. Literally an hour in the car. I. It's where the bunnies play.
0: Oh right, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I know that. Where Sydney.
1: they literally had the two thousand Olympics, you know that that shit you were asking us about three weeks ago, or whenever it was. <laughs> that was good
0: trivia. No, it wasn't. Fuck I don't it. it. Yours was brutal. Uh Allianz Stadium is fantastic. This is my first time going. To the new stadium.
1: This is my third. It's awesome. Told (laughs) you.
0: It's so good.
1: But let's leave it there because let's let's we want Josh here for it because Josh is also a Dragons fan and he also went through a world of emotion yesterday.
0: And about nine beers.
1: More than you and your brother did. My brother
0: messaged me today and said, Did you have eight beers? (laughs) I'll read you, I'll read you the whole conversation. Because this is this was the I haven't spoken to my brother in a couple of days. We normally talk every day. He was complaining about the Radley hit. Of course he was. And then today he messaged me at eleven fifty one. and he goes, did you have eight beers? And I said, I had one beer. And then in all capitals in the new message, I replied, eight fucking times. (laughs) And I went, nah, I was driving, so I only had one. And he goes, oh, that's fine. He goes, I guess it's just a bit of dissatisfaction. And then in all capitals, extreme disappointment.
1: (laughs) 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 We should fill the listeners in on the joke. So a few years ago, before COVID, yourself... Me and your brother Luke went to the, the footy. It was Roosters versus the Panthers at the Sydney football set. No, Sydney cricket ground. And it's the first time all three of us had actually gone to a game together.
0: I was wearing a Roosters jersey.
1: Yeah, you borrowed one of mine because you wanted to look like a winner for once.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and because we were a bit younger than we are now, we decided we're, we're going to catch a train all the way up. We can drink as much as we want. We stopped on the way at a few bars, picked up a drink or two. On, cause it's a 20-minute walk from Central to the fucking stadium uphill.
0: It's 35 for us, though. It's a, it's 20 minutes on maps. It's. Right, it, <laughs> we had to
1: stop for beers because our heart rates were going out of we our chest. to cool off. Yeah, it's exactly. Hot, it was a
0: hot night time.
1: <laughs> anyway, so we get to the stadium and we're like, fuck, what do we do now? Or We go to the bar and we get the maximum amount of drinks possible, which, which is four so we did that at the start of the fir- just before the start of the first half and we did it at halftime so in total we had eight beers at the ground and that became your new running joke
0: we Luke and I consumed eight beers at the ground and probably in total on the way up and the way back I want to say 12 in total yeah you guys were pretty far eyed and like we were yeah we were, and we didn't eat uh, we were Messy, in fact, we were so messy that you sat in a separate train carriage on the way home because we were being menaces. Yeah, they, these two idiots. I do remember that on the train ride home, Luke had to go to the bathroom, and I was swinging on the handrails. This was when you left the carriage. yeah. I was just like, I'm done. I'm done. After you saw what I did, I was swinging on the handrails, and as he's opened the door, I've gone to swing double kick him in the air, and he's just sidestepped me. And I've slammed into the wall of the bathroom on the train and fallen in all the fucking piss and urine on the ground. And then the door's closed and he's just walked off. And then when I come out, there's you opening the door between carriages saying, I'm fucking done with you two. <laughs> and by the end, it was just me and Luke on the carriage together and you had to come and get us off. To get Because <laughs> we didn't know where to on. get, off. get home.
1: The best part of that whole train trip was your brother. <laughs> <laughs> singing a song that goes here comes another one just like the other one dun, 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 and then farts, shits his pants. It yeah. <laughs> was a good night. That was hilarious. <laughs> i walked into the other <laughs> carriage though.
0: <laughs> and we haven't been to a full game with him since. Oh no, no, last year
1: We took him last year but he was a bit more... Sen- Tory made him a bit more sensible.
0: Now, I don't have trivia this week but I've got something I guess... To tell you about, but before we get into that, we should go through some sport news. And
1: let's just talk about the big news that hit at halftime yesterday. That's when it came out, by the way, halftime in our game. Oh, right. Jack Whiten informed the Canberra Raiders that he will not take up the option. He will not re-sign with them for the $4.4 million for four years. And instead will take a four-year deal at the South Sydney Rabbitohs, rumored to be about $900,000 a year.
0: And... The Canberra Raiders are pissed, <laughs> about a it. bit. not happy.
1: Ricky Stewart released a statement today that that's pretty much. Did he call
0: it. him a weak dog, cut a dog? No, he didn't.
1: <laughs> I mean, he didn't absolutely use those words, but you could fucking tell. Uh, where's Instagram? I'm gonna pull up the quote because it's kinda, you know, it's bad. It's it's a long statement, so. This is the Canberra Raiders release a statement regarding Jack Whiten from the the desk of the coach, Ricky Stewart. Yesterday, Jack informed the club that he will not be re-signing with the Raiders beyond this season. I want to reassure you all that this club did everything possible to keep Jack at the Raiders, and we wanted nothing more than to see him reach 300 games and become a one-club player. I want to let our loyal members and fans know that I bleed green just as much as you do. As much as it hurts today, our future is still ahead of us. And we will continue along the path that we see best. We s- we best see fit. I cannot read sometimes.
0: Well, fucking, It's clear that Mercedes wrote this.
1: Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's
0: such a sook letter. Uh,
1: w- continue on the path that we see be- we best see fit to give this club the success it deserves. Yeah, a wooden spoon. <laughs> As a club, we, we believe the current contracting system where a player can sign well out from the end of their deal and their current contract is completely flawed. It is not fair to see for you to see who our main major stake I I fucking hate this this is such a Mercedes. So where 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 basically it says he thinks that the contract system's flawed because Jack was able to sign so far out and their major stakeholders, the fans, now have to see our future Ravido w wear the, the green, the green machine jersey.
0: It's the same fucking color. <laughs> it is. It's green.
1: It's got a bit of red in there. The eyes, though.
0: Oh yeah, dirt. Uh, no, it's it's one of those situations where, of course, you have to because we're all sports fans, but we're not sports fans like. That. I mean, you're the closest one to it. What do you mean? You're still wearing the jersey from yesterday.
1: <laughs> As if I take it off,
0: <laughs> you're still wearing the jersey from yesterday. I can smell it from here.
1: Hey, you got to admit, this is a good jersey. Look, it's a nice jersey. It's, Who I just, had the better jersey yesterday?
0: Melbourne, Melbourne. I think Melbourne had the nicest one yesterday. I'm not talking <laughs> about the Melbourne
1: Warriors game. <laughs> I'm talking about our game, St George. Yeah, you like that turd on the front, don't you? With the the blood splatter, because that's what that's what the Royal Poppies look like—a turd with blood in it.
0: Yeah, a little bit. It, it was look- it wasn't our best Anzac jersey. Um, This one
1: is clearly the best because it just sticks around, and it's been utilised by Bondi for quite a while now. I can't remember the last time they did a different design rather than this.
0: Yeah, just every now and then, like, sometimes i will have, like, the Air Force circle on it. Yeah, but
1: stock standard, Bondi blue to commemorate when the ink was rationed to the army, so you had to use light blue.
0: Yep, and it's also, like, that's the Raffi colour too. That's Meh. what they do. It's a sky blue colour. We, I mean, in regards to Whiten, I can't remember what I said when we were talking about where we thought he was going to end up.
1: Well, I was, I thought it would be the Dolphins. I thought it made the most sense. I, did, I thought the Rabbitohs were crippling their recruiting if they signed him.
0: Oh, um, I mean, they have to be. Like, they've but signed him. So they've clearly, people are leaving. They
1: have to be. So I think I was telling you this on the, the train yesterday. So we got Liam Knights on. 500k a year. His contracts up. Isaiah Tass is on major unders compared to what he's probably worth. Jai Arrows contracts coming up. Kala Matangi's on unders, severe unders compared to what he should be getting. Um, Blake Ilias, or was it Lachlan Ilias? Locky Ilias. Yeah. Well, Ilias is on major unders compared to what he's worth. Cody Walker is probably on the outer now too because I mean you've got Jack Whiten who's probably one of the better. Sixes in the comp?
0: I'd say he's on I say if they're both at their peak performance, I'd say Cody Walker is a better playmaker.
1: But who's six at peak performance more?
0: That was what I was gonna say. Jack Whiten is consistently always very good. Cody Walker, it's a flip of a coin whether he's Cody Walker that's gonna win you a game or Cody Walker that's going to punch someone and lose you a game.
1: Exactly. Like it's just I, I think it cripples. South, because all of a sudden now they're in this hole where Isaiah Tass is probably done. He'll have to leave. But let's be real.
0: My gut instinct was like, okay, it seems to me like Walker's on his way out. That was what I first thought, because they wear the same jersey. But they've signed him as a centre, haven't they?
1: Yeah, and Cody Walker and Latrell have only just re-signed contracts, like at the start of this year.
0: It has to be someone... It's... They're going to lose... It has to be like two or three people.
1: It's going to have to be two or three people. And I think it's probably going to be... If it's not Colin it's going to be Jai Arrow and Liam Knight and potentially, down the line, a few others because they've got those big contracts to eat up now. It's not an ideal situation. It's a, it's a rooster situation, but you're not the rooster. So, you know, you'll get caught.
0: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. as what we said. It's like, they're, they're going to get done. Like, you guys don't get done.
1: There's only one real solution, too. If they get caught cheating the cap with this. Oh, kick him out of the comp. Exactly.
0: What else? Like, I reckon we should do that before they get caught.
1: Well, let's just do it now. I was like, sorry, let's just say is. Yep. Russell Crowe doesn't have the pull of Nick Politis.
0: No, and like... I've got nothing good to say about Russell Crowe. <laughs> I've got nothing good to say. Just throw a phone at him. Yeah, but that's, I was trying to figure out a way to bring that into it, but that works as well. What about basketball, man? I know that's been happening. You're a basketball so, boy.
1: We have, we have a bit of an update in the NBA as we see fit. I will pull up the new ladder because we've had a few more eliminations in the past 48 hours. So, as it stands, in the conference semifinal in the Western Division, we'll see the Denver, Nuv- N- Denver Nuggets take on the Phoenix Suns. So, it's the Joker and a bunch of Nuggets versus Devin Booker, uh, Kevin Durant, I think it's Chris Paul. Chris Paul, CP3. The Sun, uh, the Phoenix. So that's one versus four. On the flip side, Miami is one game away from knocking number one seed Milwaukee Bucks out. The Knicks are one game away from knocking the Cleveland Cavaliers out. Please do it.
0: <laughs>
1: Philadelphia has just swept the Nets 4-0 without Ben Simmons playing.
0: Yeah, I'm a Nets fan again. No, I'm not. I'm a 76ers fan again because I swapped. From net, from seventy sixes to Nets to get away from Ben Simmons. Motherfucker followed.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Like, straight up. And Boston Celtics had a chance to take out the Atlanta Hawks today. However, Atlanta just beat them on the buzzer. So, they're 3-2 with uh, three games to go. Potentially three games. But if Celtics win, then the Hawks are out.
0: So, it's a very mixed up final season. Because normally, you've got some pretty reliable, safe bets. And I'd say Boston, Milwaukee, Golden State.
1: Well, Golden State and are tied with the Kings and they play tomorrow yep. to see who takes a lead.
0: And, and Lakers, but they're well, not all looking like they're getting in this tournament.
1: Well, the Lakers are one game away from going through to the semifinals.
0: They're 3-1 up on the Grizzlies. True. So, I mean, chances are it could still end up as one of the more traditional brackets, but there's definitely been a mix around, especially that Milwaukee one.
1: I really like the fact that the Knicks are a good chance of making the semifinals. And if it, it's Nick's heat, and it's game on. I really think that's game on.
0: Yeah. I'm, I mean, basketball is just a cool sport. Like The NBA is so cool. Everything they do is awesome. No, I agree. From, from like the music to the advertising, the commentary teams, it's very cool. They, they have such a good idea of their brand and how to use it. Like, they're fantastic.
1: And their inside NBA team on TNT is very good. you got the head of the table, Ernie Johnson, just running the whole show flanked by Kenny, Kenny Smith, or Kenny the Jet Smith, Shaquille O'Neal, and the round mound of rebounds, Charles Barkley. The best commentating team that don't commentate games because I, I watch those games purely to get to halftime and listen to these guys talk.
0: Charles Barkley just says whatever the hell he wants like he, he, had a, he had a great one
1: today he had a great one so russell westbrook's walking into the game and he's got like an open shirt short shorts on him. charles turned around and said man if i look like that i'd walk around naked all day
0: he just says shit <laughs> like it's got him in trouble a few times but fuck me there's been some absolutely one lines. oh this
1: uh, he loves the san antonio women he loves san antonio women
0: that that is one of the best compilations of all time. We're not going to go through it, look it up if you don't know what, <laughs> what it is. But yeah.
1: Basically, what what he says is there's some big old women in San Antonio. <laughs> and
0: they send a reporter down to find out. <laughs> Literally. uh, Who now looking for Give us your number one pick. Who's going to win
1: this oh, year? Oh, I,
0: I can't pick. Oh, I had
1: the box. I did have the box, but I can't pick them now. They're going to go down in round one, th- like 3 1. I. You're not winning. Celtics are still my second pick. I'm giving no respect to the Nuggets. I'm sorry. They might be the number one seed and not been defeated in a while. But you got beat by the Chicago Bulls and you're one. You're a one-player team. It's all Jokic. Yeah, it is. Sun, Suns are probably going to make it for the West. I think the Suns will be the Western Conference finalist.
0: Because when we were originally talking about this, I either tipped the Suns or the Heat. And I can't remember which ones, but I think it was the Suns. I think you I did, said things. I think you said
1: both of them would make it out of the first round.
0: Yeah, because uh, I, know, I know Miami has such a storied legacy. Yeah. They, yeah, they've been at the top of the game. Well they were the num- times.
1: They were the number one seed last year, and then they fell to the play in this year, which was huge, and it was still se- semi the same team.
0: Sports is like that. Sport is just like that.
1: I do like sports.
0: It's my favorite. Well, speaking of sports. Not that we haven't been for the last twenty minutes or so.
1: Oh, there was a a five minute period where you were discussing your brother (laughs) making you come out. Oh
0: yeah. But that was about sports. In the end. (laughs) I have some stories to tell you. So as much as I like sports, I'm also a massive fan of history. Yes. And sports history. So I've got some stories to tell you. I need to give full credit to the Dollop Podcast as a podcast in the US. It's a Mm -hmm. history podcast. They're the ones who put me onto these stories. But I'm going to do my best to not deliver it the way they did. I have some notes. But I wanted to tell you about some interesting historical moments in sports. So I'm going to read you the three titles of the stories I want to tell you. And I want you to tell me which one your favorite is. Okay. So we have the Tencent Beer Night Incident. <laughs> we have the Disco Demolition Night Incident. And we have the Philadelphia Eagles-Santa Claus incident. Where do you want to begin? Are you going to go through all three? I think we can. If we've got time, we'll go through all three. If not, we'll just
1: cut it down to two. But I definitely think you have to start with Santa Claus. And then go into 10th and be a night.
0: Okay, so I like a lot of Philadelphia teams. You do? I like a lot of Philadelphia teams for one reason. Their fans are unbridled psychos.
1: Oh, I can attest to that.
0: We, you know, you have those famous stories of for the Super Bowls. They grease all the light poles in the city so people can't climb them. And they climb them. Cars get flipped. They do crazy shit. Mm-hmm. They get really, really drunk. They sit in a stadium. And they don't care about sports. They care about hurting people. And oh, that's like why West- I respect them so much. Like West Ham fans. Yeah, very much so. And it, it, But it's in a different style. Because West Ham fans like to hurt other fans. Yeah. Philly fans like to hurt players. (laughs) That's the big difference there. It's often referred to as the Santa Claus game. It was an American football game, the NFL, in 1968. It was between the Minnesota Vikings and the Philadelphia Eagles. Minnesota won this game 24-17. It was also in winter. So it was snowing? It was snowing. December 15th. So it was very much snowing. At halftime, the, t- the score was tied 7-7. And in Aussie sports, we don't do much at halftime. Maybe a band will come out and play one or two songs. or My courses. Yep. Oh, that was fantastic. Or someone will come out and like, try and kick a penalty goal. For, for points or whatever. You know what I mean? We, we yeah. do pretty bland stuff. Most people... Australian halftime is when everyone goes and pisses on the cement somewhere and buys more beers. Yeah, literally. This, though, at halftime, they were supposed to have a Santa Claus parade where the cheerleaders were supposed to dress up as elves and reindeer and be in utes and be paraded around the field. And there was supposed to be Santa Claus and a ute done up like a sleigh. And you're yeah. supposed to drive around and wave at the crowd. A couple of things went wrong. So the Santa they hired never showed up. So the the man they wanted to be here didn't rock up. So what do you think they did?
1: Pulled a random out of the they crowd. Did, they did.
0: They got the cameraman to find someone dressed as Santa in the crowd and said, hey, do you want to come down to be Santa for the parade? The man said, yes. Very drunkenly said yes. Oh, of course. And... He was a very skinny white dude (laughs) in a corduroy Santa outfit with a fake hat and beard. He looked like meth Santa.
1: Oh, perfect. So, they
0: bring him out of the stands and they put him on the ute. They start to drive around, but it's very snowy. So, the ute gets bogged right at the home stand (laughs) in front of the the members area of all the Philly Eagles. The fans start booing and heckling Santa. As you do. As you do, and then someone threw a snowball, and then more snowballs, and then batteries. (laughs) (laughs) Where did the batteries come from? This is going to sound so crazy, but I need you to understand that it is a, a weird tradition that Philly fans throw batteries when they're upset. And like we're talking like DE and AA batteries. So like, oh, the
1: expensive ones. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So they were putting batteries in the middle of snowballs and pegging snowballs at the cars, the, and it was bogged. Apparently, this dude got absolutely fucking drilled. Legendary. And they eventually got the truck unbogged as they're getting rained down, and they just go straight up the tunnel. You just can't do nice things. Like, oh. children cry. They've just seen Santa get half murdered. They've They've interviewed the guy after the fact, and he was like, yeah, that sucked. <laughs> I got you go oh, "I'm from Philly," and they turned on me. It's like, yeah, they don't care, man. They just they just want violence. So, they don't normally me do halftime shows at Philly home games <laughs> since then.
1: I don't blame them speaking of Philly, though. Another famous Philadelphia Eagles fan had a, a similar moment over the weekend.
0: I have no idea about this.
1: You do because we spoke about it before. Wrexham Got promoted for the first time in 15 years to the English Football League.
0: Oh, they did too. They did too.
1: Yes. And the moment full-time blew, Wrexham, the stadium, charged the field. The whole fucking stadium charged, flares going off. The camera cuts up to Ryan Reynolds and famous Philadelphia Eagles fan Rob McElhenney, also known as Mac from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yep. In tears... Stoked that they did this For this club And then you see Ryan On his phone He's like I've called his wife Blake Lively <laughs> Blake couldn't look more in Disinterested <laughs> <laughs> just,
0: They have my They're my fav- I have I hate celebrities Me too I, I can't stand them There are two celebrity couples That I like on social media Blake and Ryan Yep Because They just fuck each other over And Will and Jada because that is just a dumpster fire online. Like, he had to sit there and be interviewed with his wife, who cheated on him about why it was his fault. Yep. Brilliant. <laughs> like, that's quality.
1: You forgot my favourite celebrity couple. Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman.
0: Yeah, he also the great. That is
1: the, the, probably the pinnacle of fucking around.
0: They're both phenomenal.
1: But you, you heard about when they did ads for their companies, right? No. So... <laughs> Ryan goes out and does um one for his coffee company and it's really well done like it's super overproduced Ryan really put over how good this coffee is and how great a man Hugh Jackman is for starting this coffee company Hugh Jackman makes his ad for Ryan's gin and it's just him he walks in he takes a sip and he's like Ryan Reynolds is a piece of shit <laughs>
0: Gin's alright though (laughs) (laughs) But both would work Both both would work fine Like that's good advertising And he doesn't even drink the gin He's like I'm not drinking that (laughs) On that note then I I think the The Add that Tom Segura did for Burt Kreischer's tour Where he gets a person in fakes Bird on and stabs him after a dance scene. <laughs> <laughs> That's addressed as Steven Seagal. Yep. That's one of the best ones ever. Look that one up too. It's phenomenal. Have you seen that? No. I I'll haven't. show you off the show. It's fucking brilliant. Anyway, back to Wrexham real
1: quick. So they get promoted. It's really good. Stadium's charged on the field. They still got to pre- present the trophy and shit. So <laughs> security <laughs> has to try and get these fans off the pitch so that they can have the official trophy presentation. Funny shit.
0: All right, well, let me tell you about Tencent Beer Night then, because it's remarkably similar. Awesome. So, when you hear the word Tencent Beer Night, I want you to tell me what you think that means. Beers are ten cents.
1: Yes. Which means people are drunk.
0: Right. Now, this is a story I know very well, because it is one of my favorite nights in sports. It was in Cleveland. Of course. And Cleveland is called the Dirty City. An incident that happened a couple of months before the game is the reason the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency in the US, was founded. The Cuyahoga River, which goes through the middle of Cleveland, Ohio, caught on fire.
1: Yeah, the fucking river.
0: For the sixth time. (laughs) 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 So, that's not good. No. I didn't know that was possible. But apparently it is. So they're incredibly polluted. Uh, the When the EPA came in, it, it destroyed the city. They lost hundreds of thousands of jobs. Factories of closed down. Of course they did. You know, they were really, really struggling. Uh, the Cleveland Indians. The baseball team. The baseball team. It's a, This is a baseball thing. Now, baseball is one of my favorite sports to look at from a psychological perspective. Because there are more unwritten rules in baseball than there are written rules. And here's some of the unwritten rules in baseball. You're allowed to cheat. Yep. Everyone cheats in baseball, but no one likes if you get caught or talks about it. Now, that that's important for a character I'm going to introduce soon. Okay. Another rule is there is a very fine line of baseball etiquette. Sometimes things are okay. Sometimes they're not. And then sometimes the same event will happen, but then there'll be a fight. Just a little bit off topic. They're called the Cleveland Indians. I just Were. word they, They've changed their name now, thank God. But I want you to guess... And that was only recently, too. That it, it, this isn't like an early 2000s change. This is like a 2010s change. Yeah, it's like name. how
1: the Washington Commanders used to be called the Redskins. Then they went to the Washington football team and finally the Commanders.
0: <laughs> yeah. Have a guess at what they call their mascot. They're the Cleveland Indians.
1: Chief Wannahokalugi.
0: I mean... Yeah, it, it's Chief Wahoo. <laughs> 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 So, Cleveland's not in a good place. No. Now, part of the weird etiquette rules of baseball is, like, sometimes if someone does something, it starts a fight. And, like, there's two fights in baseball, like there is in most sports. There's, like, the pushy-shovey, which you see. But then sometimes every now and then there's an actual, like, punch-on fight where people get, like, noses broken and eye sockets fractured. Oh, the fun one. So, a week before this game, the Cleveland Indians were in Texas, and they were playing the Texas Rangers, Okay. and there was a proper fight. Long story short, someone slid in hard at second base, and that essentially means sliding in hard is when you slide to get your feet on the base, and you connect with the, defense, the yeah, baseman's yeah, yeah. ankles. So the baseman's punched him in the back of the head, <laughs> just drilled him right in the back of the head, started a massive fight. It was really full on, you know, they had to be separated, pulled off the pitch. All the Texas fans were throwing, like, hot dogs and beer on the field. It was a real big fight. So, the night of this incident, Texas was now in Cleveland. Okay. And the local radio DJs all hyped it up as, like, let's get revenge. Like, it it quickly went away from being a baseball game to being, like, we're going to get these guys. Like, they're coming. If Rangers win,
1: we right sort of situation. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. The owners of the Cleveland Stadium weren't getting many people coming, So they figured, you know, this is an opportunity to, you know, unite the team and the city and give the people what they need. So they decided to do 10 cent beers with a limit of six per purchase. Okay. Right. No, I don't.
1: No, I'm, I'm seeing a good, I'm seeing a right. really good and really bad situation. But I here. need to
0: make something very clear. I didn't say six per person. I said six per purchase, <laughs> which <laughs> which means you can buy six at a time as many times as you want. That's what I assumed. Like That's like how we go and we
1: get four per purchase at the footy stadium. Yes. So that like, but it costs us forty dollars for yes, b- four beers. Yes.
0: This cost you sixty cents.
1: Yeah. No. This is a great idea. They should implement this in the NRL right now. Ten cent beers.
0: <laughs> it all. The regional stadiums in particular. Oh, 100%.
1: Including Wagga this weekend.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh dude, seriously, I'll go back to Wagga, i lived in Wagga, I'll go back there and punch on. So that's, that's the the setup. Yep. Here's some other pieces of information that weren't really thought of. College had just got out. Yep. So all the college students went. They expected 12,000 people. How many turned up? They sold the stadium out. 25,000. <laughs> And now I need to introduce the most important character in this. He's the manager, and he's one of my favourite athlete managers of all time. His name is Billy Martin. Do you know who this man is? No idea. Okay, I'm going to tell you how his professional career ended, and then we're going to come back to this part. He hired a hitman to kill an umpire.
1: Fantastic. (laughs) That's what Victor should do. We're going to cut that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Billy Martin is... A mad, once-in-a-generation genius. And when I say mad, I mean absolutely batshit insane. Okay. He has been known on one of the very first televised games of baseball of all time, him and Randy Jackson had to be separated in the dugout because Billy Martin was trying to kill him. (laughs) He's star player. He broke his arm in a fight in a hotel lobby, punching a player.
1: Fucking hell. The,
0: the stories about Billy Martin are insane. One time, one of his players decided he didn't want to do a warm-up. And the, the batting coach, or the pitching coach, so you know, the, the yeah. junior coach, went and told Billy. And then the player fought the junior coach because he was a snitch. And Billy heard about it and ran out the front of the training center where they were fighting. The coach had been knocked out. Yep. Billy knocks the other dude out. He needs 20 stitches. Media is everywhere because he's hospitalised to player, And this is a direct quote. They said, Billy, why did he need 20 stitches? He goes, well, when his head came off the wall, I hit him again. (laughs) 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 When his head came off the wall, I
1: hit him again. (laughs) Uh, This is the sort of coach we need in the NRL.
0: So he's the coach of the Texas Rangers. Not the kind of man you want in this
1: environment. Oh, it sounds like he's the exact man you want in this environment. Game starts. Yep.
0: Standard baseball game.
1: How many innings are into before it kicks off? Second innings. <laughs> okay.
0: So in the second innings.
1: So six hours later.
0: <laughs> second innings, this lady is described as middle-aged, runs onto the field, bears, takes off her shirt, releases what are described as enormous breasts, and kisses the chief umpire. Okay, to a lot of cheers. Of course, this is the second innings of a nine-innings game. Yeah, <laughs> then it keeps going from there. So people start to like streak across the field. The grounds crew have an announcement: please don't streak on the field, don't don't throw things on the field. What happens next?
1: They're going to start throwing on the field. Everyone's going to take their clothes off.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So apparently, hot dogs and beers, no batteries. No, we're not in Philly. But a litre a liter bottle of rum gets thrown onto the field. <laughs> like out. a mini keg gets yep. tossed. A gallon uh, gets tossed onto the field. So at this point, the grounds crew is like, okay, we just need to, like, we can't announce things to this crowd. It's getting a little bit out of hand. Now, there's 25,000 people there. How many security guards did they have for the night?
1: Ten. Fifty. <laughs> Which is not not many. Not nearly enough.
0: Not many. As the night goes on, more people streak across. It's all good. It's a lot of fun stuff. You've got a lot of drunk uni students running out into the field, taking their clothes off, running around, leaving. Everyone's happy. Security's not really – they're not in control. But, you know, nothing's going too wrong. They're still playing baseball because they run around the outfield area. Yeah. Remarkably so. Until – and this is the instigating incident of the whole night. A drunk college student jumps the wall. And in an interview with police afterwards, he's quoted by saying, I just wanted his hat. He runs to a Texas Ranger player and takes the hat. Oh, no. But he's hammered, so he falls over. The player from Texas kicks him and falls over. Now, what you need to understand is the players at the baseball stadium sit underground. Yeah. So they can only see waist below. Yeah. So what they've seen is a person run out and tackle their player. They're both on the ground. This is where Billy Martin gets involved. He takes the cigarette out of his mouth, picks up a baseball bat, and is quoted by saying, let's go get em, boys. <laughs> and the whole team runs onto the field with bats to fight. This is suddenly, though, where the vibe of the game changed.
1: Oh, I could imagine.
0: Because all the drunk uni students who were there for a good time are gone. Now it's all the people who want to be violent. Go Well, let's fucking get down there. <laughs> like,, we're going down. right? City, come down with chains, snapped chair legs, like they had been fashioning fucking weapons. So the fans come out of, and it, it's not all of them, it's about 350 of them against 12. There is a transcript of the commentators. Normally when things like this happen, commentators say how bad it is. The commentators start commentating the fight beautiful in one-on-ones. It's like, oh and Bo's down, oh and he's hit him again and the other commentator's like, well I don't blame him, he kicked him in the back. They literally commentate the punch on. (laughs) They go, oh this is a travesty and they go, oh no, they're at it again he's hit him, he's hit him, oh and he doesn't look too good. At this point the Cleveland Indians team is in their dugout. Their manager He's about to see a team of players get murdered. So he turns to his players and goes, we need to go out there and rescue them. So then they all grab bats and run out and start fighting their own fans. (laughs) 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 And it's it's real. This is a real fight. like It's life and death at this point. They're swinging, (laughs) swinging bats at fans in their merch. (laughs) and punching and fighting and kicking security nowhere to be seen like they're they're in the melee too but there's not many of them no additional police presence It's, it's believed that most of the city cops were fucking pissed in the stands with everybody else so
1: I take it that there is no vision of this game
0: there are photos and I will show you the photo of Billy Martin standing in the dugout with the bat slung over his shoulder so, this is a photo of some of the fight. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, here's the players running across the field. <laughs> now, I already, you guessed what the mascot's name was. Yeah. What do you think was at the top of the stands playing the whole time? War drums.
1: Oh, no. So, there's
0: people beating a war drum pattern as this punch-on's happening. Eventually they managed to fight back the crowd enough and they all run off together. Yeah. With the reserve players like the minor players who'd played earlier forming a defensive perimeter at the tunnel to fight back the crowd. God damn. The referee's forfeit the game? Of course. And get out of here. The bases were stolen, the padding was ripped off the walls of the stadium and was taken home. There was a reporter from the local paper who was there and he <laughs> he had a real bad time. So About an hour hour after this all happens, he's walking through the stadium and there's a bunch of drunk dudes bashing on the door of one of the player rooms yelling at them to come out. And he goes, hey, guys, like they hopped on the bus an hour ago. What happens next? They kick his ass. They turn around and punch him in the face. Yeah, of course. (laughs) What was he fucking thinking? (laughs) So Tencent Beer Night is one of my favorite things. To wrap it up nicely, though, what do you think happened to the organizers of Tencent Beer Night? Oh, they would have definitely been fired. Wrong. Promoted. Sort of, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> it was one of the most successful nights in Cleveland baseball history. They were sent to Milwaukee to learn how to do it properly. <laughs> 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 Barely anyone was arrested. It's one of the. F- it was the best. Please, please, man, anyone listening to this. Learn about Billy Martin. He is insane. Oh, he definitely and sounds one it. one of the best nights of sport ever. That sounds sick. <laughs> <laughs> and if you really want to listen to the full story, please go and listen to the Dollops retelling of it. I think it's episode 10 that they did. They are phenomenal. It goes for about an hour and a half. There's so many more details that I didn't put in. But That's fucking hilarious. That's Yeah, 10 Cent Beer Night is one of the all-time greats. And the last one, really quickly, disco night was when a whole bunch of rock DJs brought all these disco records to the middle of the baseball stadium and decided to burn it down. But they used explosives and blew up the stadium. Fucking hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that's it, mate.
1: Yeah, that's a short one this week, purely because Josh isn't here to talk about Anzac Day. So next week will probably be a bit of a longer one. I'm happy with that. Yeah, that's fine. So
0: thank you very much for listening. Follow us
1: on social media.
0: Listen to our other show.
1: That's about to be recorded. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
0: and we'll see you next week
1: see ya.